All right. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to actually wear the robe. I mean, I'm still on the fence. I'm not a robe guy. I know Kaplan's a robe guy. It makes a lot of sense, though, that Kaplan is a robe guy. Um, Lindsay and Lauda, uh, are you robe people? I don't, feel, I don't know if we established. I feel like Lauda no, is a I'm part-time not. robe person. I'm not a robe person. You are not a robe person. Um, yeah, you know, look. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I, oh. I feel like, you know, we did a poll yesterday. 75% of the audience basically said they're not robe people. Yeah, Latinos are not robe people. We ain't. You know. Not really. Well, I'm just going to tell you guys. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you guys something right now. I mean, I hate to blow the surprise, you know, mm-hmm. but I have ordered your robes. Not only have I ordered your robes, I have had embroidered on the robes ESPN 710. Mm. Additionally, I have had embroidered on the robes mm. Sedano and Cap. Mm. So with pride, mm. you guys should all wear the robe mm. and then after wearing the robe, then make a decision. Mm-hmm. Because while you may not be a robe person today, mm-hmm. if you try it, you may be a robe person tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I feel like I, I would know at 44 if I'm a robe person. That's just me personally. Well, let me ask you something. When was the last time you even tried one? Uh, I mean, I've had one on. I tried one at a hotel not that long ago. Just it didn't feel right. Got to be honest. Okay. Well, maybe it wasn't the right material. Maybe okay. it didn't say Sedano and Cap. Maybe it didn't say ESPN. I mean, 17. if it was personalized, it would there would be less of a reason for me to wear it. To be frank. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, so you don't want the embroider? I mean, not really. I don't care. He for doesn't the robe, want the whole thing. The embroider, right? Yeah. I don't. Well, I know. don't get the idea of wearing a robe other than like the terry cloth type robes when you just get out of the shower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because terry cloth at yeah. least dries you up. Exactly. Whereas, yeah. like the whole like, what what else are you wearing a robe for? Like, why are you wearing a robe over like your pajamas? Why don't you just wear your pajamas? Well, what if we, and at least me, what if you don't wear pajamas? Well, I don't know what to don't. tell you then. Like, what's, well, what's then the robe I put for? on my robe. I like to put on my robe. It feels good. I like it. Mm, warm. Does it make you feel important? No, I wouldn't say important. Oh. It makes me feel warm. It makes me feel like I'm covered from... It's a blanket. You know, you know it's neck, called a blanket. Yeah, neck down to underneath my knees. So for a nice, blanket. Nice, nice article of clothing so, to rock. So do you wear your robe with no clothes? Apparently, you've established you don't wear clothes under it. Do you yeah. wear it like that around the house? Yeah. That's kind of weird. Why? Like, if, like, I don't know. I just feel like that's kind of weird. But why? <laughs> but why is it weird? I mean, it's it's a robe, so you you have clothing on. You're not walking around naked. It's just you're choosing to wear this article of clothing. It's comparable to walking around with just like your boxers on or your underwear on, right? No, actually, you're completely covered in the robe, whereas you're walking <laughs> around with your boxers, no shirt, and your legs exposed, your chest exposed. For in my case, my belly exposed. So when you're when you're walking around with a robe, you're like fully covered and you're warm and you're cozy. It's a nice thing to have. Listen, all I'm asking is this. Have you ever had a food that you said, I don't like this food? You must have had a food yes. like yes, that, plenty right? Of yes, them. plenty. Of course. Kind of a picky By the way, I found your ally, Steve Mason, big yeah. robe guy. <laughs> that explains it. That explains yeah. well, it. I, I mean, you know I feel uh, like hey. this is, but this also makes sense. Like you two are two peas in a pot in a lot of ways. Um, and he said because of yesterday's robe talk, he dug the robe out of the closet last night. Very nice. That's Very nice. funny. Hey, he Mace, should send a what? picture or post it on IG and then be like Kaplan's hey, twin. There IG you go. Twin. Right. You could do twinsies. I have an idea. Instead yes. of getting us all robes for Christmas, Cap, just get Mace a robe for Christmas. There you no, go. I will do that. He would love will you, that. and you personalize it. There you go. No, no, yeah. no. I'm not personalizing. You know what I'm doing with it? Mm. I'm getting Mason a Sedano and Cap robe. 
Okay. And let's see if he rocks it. Now, the rest of you guys, I mean, all I'm asking is this. Look, let me ask you a question. Do you like Brussels sprouts? I do. I do. Yeah, they're good. Okay, good. So you like Brussels sprouts. Do you like broccoli? I love broccoli. I do too. Yeah. Sometimes. No? Okay. Spinach? Yes. Yeah, love spinach. Okay. See, these are things that at times in your life you may have not liked necessarily. And your mother or your father, your grandparents, somebody might have said to you, try it. You might like it. And as little kids, we're like, I don't want to try it. It's no, 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 gross. but we're not being little kids. We've all said we've tried them and just don't like wearing them. And by the Facts. way, Ramona has just chimed in and says, robes are nice, but they're not secure. Can't risk a wardrobe malfunction. Okay, <laughs> precisely. Yeah, which she's 100% right. Ro but remember what I told you yesterday about my robe guy. Your three this ties. Guy, he yeah, created three ties. a robe yes. with yes. several different ties yeah. so that you don't have that problem because he thought in advance. Listen, guys, all I'm telling you is this. The robes have been ordered. They're going to be embroidered. You're going to receive them as gifts. By the way, mm -hmm. if you want to re-gift them because it says ESPN 710 and it says Sedano and Cap and somebody else might like the robe even more, that's your prerogative. Mm -hmm. Okay? But I think you should be grateful and say, wow, what a lovely gift. Well, and I mean, we're trying to try. tell you not to not, – I mean, you're not paying for them, so I guess it doesn't really matter. So. <laughs> actually, that's, uh, but not, yes. that's also not the case. I, I actually did pay for them, okay. and I said – I think this would be a lovely gift. And let me just tell you something. Yeah. I got one for you, George. I got one for Laura, Lindsay, Amanda, and Chris. Everybody's right. getting Not Sedano Greg, and Cap. You get a robe. You get a robe. That's, you I'm get like a robe. Oprah. That's but right. they like might the throw Jewish them back. Oprah. That's right. Yeah. Mm. That's right. It's Hanukkah for everybody, baby. Yeah. Such a typical... I don't listen. Like, we've literally for two days been saying, please don't I mean, get that's it fine. We'll, we'll get it. Yeah, but I mean, it, so it, it's like, probably going to go in a closet. But I mean, sure, thanks, Scott. We're you're welcome. It. I mean, don't be don't be an ingrate, Laura. I mean, come on. I mean, oh, you know, say I said thank like, you. No, you said we've told you for two days. We don't. We want have the robe, told you, for and two you're days, forcing so. the robe on us. Yeah. I think you it's know a what, Cap? Gesture. I'm going to rock that robe, even if it's for just one IG picture. That's what I want. I just that's want all he wants. That's really it. he wants it for the gram. That's really that's what he wants. You are all about the gram. I have just worse than Mason. Mason loves to claim he is the the oldest millennial. I think it's you. Mm -hmm. I, I think you. I mean, he may be. He's, he's probably older than you, but I think you're more millennial than Mason. I tried to explain to you yeah. that when you look at me, it's hard to believe, dude. You're 50 years old. You're 25 years old. Come no, on, nobody says young that man. No. Come on, you're a young fella. Who says that about you? Let's be and, honest. Well, you know who says that? I'll tell you, George. People who hear me say things like really cool phrases, like "that's fire" or yeah. "that's lit." <laughs> Or Wait. I'm wilding. You know what's oh, great Lord. is that Steve Mason texted, robes are fire, fire. emoji. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by the yes. way, I just got a text from Bergman who yep. says, thanks, buddy. Oh, he wants wait. one. Now he wants one. And now Bergman's getting a robe. Now you can have mine, Greg. Yeah. I, there's people um, on, uh, on the phone that want to talk about this. Uh, let's go to Steven in Glendale. Hello, Steven. How are you? I've, I've had a, a soft spot, a warm spot, you could say, for Cap, and I, I never understood why, um, but it came into clarity over the last 48 hours. After the interview of Mike Bone where uh, Cap just couldn't let go of the Zoom call and just couldn't get away from that line of questioning, and then now today with the robes, you know, gifting robes to people who have very clearly stated they don't want the robe, um, he reminds me of my toddler, and, and that is, that's why I think I've got that warm spot for you, Cap. Uh, you remind you, me a lot of my three-year-old, and uh, that's that. not it an insult. It's just, you know, it's, 
Yeah, he's a great kid. And let me uh, ask you something. Well, hold on. You let me ask you something about your kid on the drive. Wait, let me ask yeah. you something about your kid. Let me ask you something. How how big is uh-huh. the kid? He's three years old. How tall is he? Uh, just over three feet. Three feet. He's getting a robe. That kid's getting a robe. A kid's getting a Sedano and Cap robe. He's getting an ESPN 710 So you're going to make one for a three-year-old? Uh, no. I'm going to make one that's about the same size as you, and the kid's going to grow into it. Okay. What do you think about that, sir? He might wear it. Yeah, send it over. He might be the only person that wears it. Now, it's interesting. <laughs> I mean, I think that, that everybody here should at least be flexible and open-minded and try the robe and give it a shot. What, what do you have to lose? It's a, it's a nice gift. It's a creative gift, well, I well, think. Well, Stephen, what is your son's name? His name is Cyrus. Cyrus, well, uh, you know, we, we appreciate that Cyrus's father took the time out of his day uh, to call the show and to admonish Kaplan uh, like the rest of us do. Congratulations and welcome to the crew, basically. Thank you for that. You got it's it, It's been Stephen. fun. Thank you. Appreciate as for, it. As for this whole Mike Bone thing yesterday, I feel that was a very interesting line of questioning. Yeah. He was not giving me what I wanted. Right. I'm willing to go back in for the second, third, and if I have to, the fourth bite of you the did apple all four to get times. what I asked want. Him, asked him, you basically asked him the same question four times in four different ways, and he gave you four different stop signs. Well, this is a new career for me, George. This whole yeah. talk radio interviewing interesting people, is it's new for me. I've never done such a thing before, so... You know, I'm I'm getting used to it. It's new. You know, it's like, Stop, it's like you, you, you go to a restaurant, you're like, hey, what's the deal with this? And they're like, oh, sorry, it's my first day on the job. I don't really know. That's me. That's me. I just I'm no, learning. It's definitely not you. It's just that you're you, you are you are that guy. I mean, that's it. That which that's guy? really the easiest way to describe. It. You're that which guy. guy. Which guy? You're that guy. That but guy. Which guy? Which that guy? Exactly? guy. That ah, guy. That guy. That guy. They can't I'm take no guy. for an answer. Okay. It's like what Steven was just saying. You're like the toddler who can't get, can't, you know, I tell my three-year-old, same thing. I'm like, Mateo, no. Mateo, no. I want it. No, I want it. No. No. You know why, George? You want to know why that is? Because no is just the beginning of the road to yes. You oh, have okay. That is not true. It. This is very right. not true. No, 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 no. Yeah. Don't, don't turn it into a whole thing about she says no. Let's not go there. But I am a never take no for an answer kind of person. And so I am saying yes to the robes. And I'm hoping that you guys will all get these robes and go, you know what, man? You were right. These all robes right, let, are bomb. Let's go to Ben, uh, who says he learned how to tie a robe on TikTok, apparently. What's up, guys? What's you up? Hear me? So, yeah, I was, uh, I just hopped in the car, just started listening, and I heard the conversation about the robe and uh, what Ramona said. It's not secure, and I agree. But I recently watched a TikTok where apparently, or maybe it was an Instagram video, but apparently you don't tie the robe. You know how you would loop it behind you through the two kind of belt loops they have? Yeah. Apparently mm-hmm. you loop it in front of you through those same two belt loops. So the, the robe goes through one, through the other, and then you tie it that way, and it's ten times more secure. Everyone try it. See if it works. I haven't tried it yet, but I saw a video. I'm going to actually go home and try it now. There you okay. go, my man. Fair <laughs> enough. Thank you, Ben. Do you want a Sedano and cap robe while you're at it? I mean, robes yeah, for left. everybody. Like he I left. said. But you know who will get one? Who Gelato Drew, I believe, is on the line. And he says that it is erroneous that uh, Latinos are not robe people. And so I'm sure he'll take your robe with you. Go ahead, uh, Gelato I, I Drew. Definitely wanna, I definitely want a robe cap because me 
And your other boy, Canelo, have you seen Canelo's custom-made Dolce & Gabbana? He's a boxer, for God's sake. That's that's different. Canelo is getting one, too. Canelo is getting one. His lounge robes. Canelo is a robe man. Latinos are robe man. Have you seen Vicente Fernandez's Instagram? He has robes on. Yeah. So stop it. Yeah. Stop it. I will take a robe, Kaplan, and you can put it on me at the Mandy Awards because I will be there. (laughs) So weird. Oh, it's great. You see that, George? Laura Laura doesn't have the style to pull off a road. Oh, honey, you don't know me. I got stuff for days. Calm down. 11-11. We know you, Ain't nobody talking about 11-11. Why you got to bring old stuff back? See, (laughs) typical guy. (laughs) Goodbye. All right, bye, Gelato Drew. (laughs) Um, All right, uh, Ramona all has checked in. Uh, Different for guys than girls. She is right. There are two areas for women that needed to be secured, so there's that. (laughs) Not three. Well, there's at least well, there's two on the front end for sure, right? And then there's one in the back end. But uh, but we all have the the front and the back end for men. Like, you know, we all have that in common. But there's the top end as well for women. So she is right. She is right. Now, look, coming up next, I want to get into the news of the day, which is LeBron. Uh, also, if you didn't hear Kaplan, his incessant questioning of uh, this Zoom call that Mike Bone was on with uh, Lincoln Riley, you'll hear the the remix of the four different ways he asked the question. And you tell me if Kaplan uh, was not being incessant or not. 877-710-ESPN. We'll all have all that coming up next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Did you have also frosted tips, Kaplan? (laughs) Please. Frosted tips. Now that is not my style. Now, George, I want to tell you something. Mm Mm-hmm. Since his whole robe conversation has gone completely off the rails. Yeah. By the way, Brittany, I feel like, is a robe person. I would think so, although mm-hmm. she's a very short, short person. I saw her Instagram today. Short shorts, red boots, hot. I am now about to start modeling. That's right, modeling different robes from my collection here at the crib. So in a matter of moments, at our next commercial break... I'm going to model the three robes that I like to wear frequently. Yeah. These aren't even the new robes that you guys are all getting. Mm-hmm. But then everybody can decide for themselves which of my favorite robes I should rock more frequently. But you're about to see the robe collection getting okay. broken out here in a matter of moments. Okay. Great. Great. Uh, we will jealous, we'll make sure to do that. Where will you be posting uh, said uh, robes? I think, I think I'm going to post on Instagram. Okay. Although maybe I do a side by side by side on Twitter. Okay, what whatever you you let us know. You by do the you way, boo. Yeah, you Insta- do you boo. Instagram exactly. is like the more you know pho- photogenic, photo friendly. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. I would agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll go with that. Yeah. Okay. Stand um, by. So real quick, because Tim Kirkchen is going to join us at four thirty. We're going to talk to him about uh, what the Dodgers have done, what they have lost, um, and then obviously the whole disaster that is major league baseball in this lockout and i know people are going to say you can't call it a disaster yet i mean they haven't even played games they're not scheduled to play games for months yeah man but this is a bad look i think for baseball like really bad and maybe i'm exaggerating and tim is a historian scott as you know um and he's an unbelievably kind man um so he'll have a better uh, gauge on it than we will 
But uh, well, maybe maybe first and foremost, he could explain it to everybody. You know, like because what I'm the not, issue is, what the right, main issue is. Right, right, because you know we were talking about this yesterday, and the last time there was a work stoppage in baseball was the middle of the season, going back to 1994. Correct. And I was telling you yesterday, George, it literally took me like four or five years because I believe it was 1998 or 99. Correct. Was the McGuire Sosa home yeah. run chase. Mm-hmm. And from the time baseball closed its doors in 94 till the time the home run chase happened, I don't know about the rest of you guys, but I was really bitter towards baseball and just really wasn't into it at all. And if that were to happen again this year, if they don't play 162 games, if this thing lingers on into the season, I realize it's super early, but still, um, it could turn off a lot of people, as I know it did me back then. Yeah, I think so. I think that's a big problem, and it's just baseball's. You know, look, baseball people got pissed at baseball when they were trying to negotiate the stuff during the bubble uh, too, or whatever. They're uh, they're in COVID or whatever. Like they were fighting back then too, and it was just uh, you know it, they just always feel like they do the wrong thing from a PR perspective. But nonetheless, the news today is LeBron is back. Um, you know, so I talked about this yesterday, right? Remember, I gave you the the, the breakdown. I said he could be out ten days, but if he gets two negative tests on back to back days, he's back. And that's exactly what's transpired here. And, you know, you had asked me, like, do you feel like when he posted that thing about the fishiness, right, like uh, something smells fishy with all the fish emojis, um, I said, well, he probably got an inconclusive test or something to that effect. And then we found out that indeed was true uh, because the league put out a statement that that was indeed the case. And, again, I was just making an educated guess at the time, okay? But just having been around enough situations where this has happened – um, it sounded like is what it made sense to me. So, um, yeah, so that's what transpired, and LeBron will be back. And you are in, I don't know about the catbird seat yet, but you are you're, you got to feel better about your bet about the Lakers winning seven of their next nine, which uh, they are two and two, or three and two right now. Three and on, two. Right? right? Three and three two. two. I told you they would go, uh, they would lose at least three in that stretch, and whoever uh, wins is owed a bottle of Camus. So right. you got to feel better about your situation at the moment. Feeling much better about it. You know, now I need a four-game winning streak. I need the Lakers to beat the Clippers on Friday. Right. Well, you need the six, s- technically, like, his, you know, if we're counting all the games. Yeah. Well, it was nine Four more. Games. Yeah. Yeah, so I need a four-game winning streak right now. I need, I need L.A., Boston, Memphis, and Oklahoma City right. to get to December 10th next Friday. Mm-hmm. And if they win these next four games, I am the owner of the bottle of Camus. Right. versus being the person who has to pay off with the bottle of Camus. Now, LeBron, right. listen, I want to talk to LeBron for a second. Sure, go right ahead. LeBron, yeah. I have been calling in the last two days yeah. Yeah. for you yeah. to buy the bottle of Camus and pay George Sedano. In fact, during the Hanukkah time here, I've said, please, LeBron, be a mensch. I'm the one who put my money on the Lakers, and George bet against the Lakers. LeBron, buy the bottle of Camus. But wait a second. What if LeBron doesn't have to buy it? What if LeBron just wins the games necessary for me to be victorious? And then, LeBron, I am very happy to open the bottle, decant it, pour you a glass. Let's have a glass together. Why not? Let's celebrate this 7-for-9 streak that the Lakers go on because they were galvanized by that Detroit game. I mean, were they galvanized by the Detroit game, though? I don't know, but I mean, I just want to say that because that's what I bet on. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they I mean lost, that's how I bet. <laughs> they lost two out of three after that one. So, I mean, I don't know if they were galvanized by that one. So maybe they were. Ga- Actually, it feels like they may have been galvanized by the Sacramento loss at this stage right now. 
Yeah, maybe. But what do you think about this fishy thing? Because you know, yesterday we were talking about it. Well, that's what it was. It was that he had. He had. I bet you he had. He had inconclusive tests. He had positive negatives, and it's what it turned out to be. And then he took one test again yesterday, right? Where he was probably negative, and then he's like, "Wait, so now I've got two and two. And he was probably like, "Wait a second, I've got two and two. And they're like, "No, the rule is two negative tests in a row if there's an inconclusive." So that's what he was probably alluding to. It was the testing situation. But wasn't there also another layer yesterday where it was like, you know, hey, maybe they're trying to keep him out and uh, and maybe they're trying no. to shut him down. I'm I mean, we remember. kind of we I mean, that's, you know, somebody suggested that. Well, on it was Twitter. it was reckless speculation, which right. I we were doing reckless speculation right. because people were saying that on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. But but I mean, now it's so amazing that this would happen and that he would miss that game. And you know what? It's probably the best thing that happened that he missed that Sacramento game, really. Because it forced the Lakers, who were down by nine at half, to come back in the second half and actually show up in the third quarter and then finish in the fourth quarter and not give up a lead. Yeah. And again, I say it was the best thing that happened yeah. because LeBron not being there meant Frank Vogel actually well, got to coach the team. Well, listen, I will see LeBron on Saturday um, because I'll be calling on ESPN2, Sierra Canyon versus St. Vincent, St. Mary, which is LeBron's old you know, alma mater, high school alma mater. Bronny's team uh, with Amari Bailey and Kajani Wright, two kids that are going to UCLA and USC, um, will be taking on St. Vincent, St. Mary at Staples. We had tickets to give away. Uh, I believe, do we have more tickets to give away today, Lindsay? Yes, we do. We're giving away tickets to the Christmas Day game. The Laker game. Well, we're giving the Laker game, but do we also, I know that. We're doing that at 545. Um, But but to win those, as we always tell you, you got to, Oh, we gave away twice yesterday. That's what it was. I'm sorry. Oh, we just had the Lakers one, so that's why. Yeah. Sorry. So my today bad. we just have Lakers. Okay. My so B. which I mean, it's not a. There you go. My B. That's is a right. pretty. That's a good Christmas present. So you get Lakers Nets today, five forty-five. But the only way you can win is if you listen to the whole show, basically. Um, because up until five forty-five, we're going to give you a show-related trivia question. So you got to listen to the show. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Well, um, look, I love it. I'm glad that LeBron is back because yeah. it's, it's. Well, wait. True, I didn't George. finish. I was oh, just telling you I'm going to see him on Saturday. Yeah. Go so ahead. It, it, I do. You, I'll, I'll bring this Camus thing up to him. Uh, he's a wine guy, if you like. Yeah. I know he is. Yeah, you should. You I should mean, he's probably going to look and go, look at me like sideways. You realize this, right? No, why? We're talking Camus here. It's a great wine. He, probably, he knows say? this. What are you going to say to him? I'm going to say, hey, my co-host thinks that you owe him a bottle of wine because of X, Y, and Z. I'm going to explain the situation to him. And mm. then he's just going to probably look at me yes. like smirk and walk away. Or, or maybe you should describe it a different way. <laughs> Perhaps instead of saying, hey, my co-host thinks you owe him a bottle of wine, which is going to yeah. set him off the wrong way. Right, right. Maybe you should say it more like this. So my co-host and I were having a conversation on the air. He believed vehemently that the Detroit game and that whole Isaiah Stewart situation. Yeah, yeah, bro. This is already way too long. You realize I have like 10 seconds. <laughs> well, then, but then, but then why wrap me out? Why not try and make it positive? Well, I mean, I could also tell him you think that the reason they won Sacramento is because he wasn't there, too. Do you want me to include that in the 10 seconds? 100% because no? he's probably going to agree. Yeah, no, he's probably not. Gonna he's going to be like, you know what? He's right because my not being there allowed Frank to dig into this team at halftime. And when I'm not around, Frank is the coach. Like when I'm not there, Frank gets to coach the team. So Frank coached. You don't think he thinks that? I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. And this well, is how you let, want to get him. This, this is how you want me to get to. This is why I'm not going to listen to you about talking to him. This is, I'm going to try and write for you a 10-second encapsulization of this. In fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send it to you via email, and then if you could print it and just hand it to LeBron, that'd be good. Yeah. Speaking of wine, Brad Turner. Uh, who covers the Lakers for the L.A. Times, just tweeted out a great picture 
well, this goes damn good with some good-ass wine. Hashtag Napa. He's in Napa eating In-N-Out Burger, drinking some Chateau Montalena, which is really expensive wine. Good for Brad. Way to go, Brad. Look at the That's big brain That's a $150 dollar bottle of wine, Brad. Good job, bro. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if I'd ever eat it with In-N-Out necessarily, but you know, whatever. <laughs> well, when having red meat, a nice glass of red wine would go. Would yeah, go but I'd it. prefer my red meat with my expensive bottle of wine to be a little more rare than when you get it in and out. I mean, oh, this is me. all right. Yeah. Well. Uh, all right, listen. So that's the deal. We're going to give away Lakers Nets tickets. Christmas Day game, okay, at 545. you got to listen to the whole show. That's how this works. Uh, all right, so coming up next, we're going to find out, should we, we be worrying about the Dodgers in this offseason? And what the hell is going on with Major League Baseball that they're locking out? Tim Kirchin, the man, the myth, the legend. I mean, he is a legend covering Major League Baseball, like a living legend. He will uh, pshaw when I say that, but he is that, that guy. So you're going to want to listen to what Tim has to say. He's going to join us in four minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Nothing says Missy Elliott like Tim Kirchin, the man, the myth, the legend. When I want to talk baseball, this is the person I want to seek out every time, and he's always very kind enough to join us here. Tim Kirchin, ESPN MLB insider analyst, joins us here on Sedano and Cap here on 710 ESPN. Uh, Tim, thank you so much for the time. Before I get into baseball, uh, I want to waste your time asking you a personal question. My co-host, Scott Kaplan, is a robe guy. He likes to wear robes. Um, and he is trying to commit to getting me a gift uh, that is a robe, and I have explicitly explained to him I'm not a robe person. You, on the other hand, do not strike me as a robe person as well. Are you a robe person, Tim Kirchner? Come on, Tim. Come on, Tim. Be a robe guy. I'm 64 years old. I'm five four and a half. I weigh 140 pounds. I look ridiculous in a robe. <laughs> I don't think I've ever worn a robe. I don't even wear sandals. I've, wore, I've never worn sandals in my life. I'm a, I'm a socks and shoes kind of guy, and there's simply no way you're going to look at my short little hairy legs if I can avoid it. And so I'm not wearing a robe ever. <laughs> have I you love ever you, seen, Have you ever seen an episode of The Simpsons? Yes. A lot? Or how about Family Guy? Yes, I'm, I'm not great on either one, but I do recognize the incredible humor in both. But I'm always watching a Pirates-Reds game, so I don't watch enough other <laughs> that, that is true. That is true. <laughs> Tim is definitely busy watching the NL Central when the rest of us are watching Family Guy and The Simpsons, but he's at least seen them. And the reason he brings that up, Tim, is because Scott has never seen an episode of either. And I'm like, they've been on the air for like 20 years. How does that, how does that not even cross your attention at one point or another? But, Tim, I was too busy watching yeah. like a Toledo versus Northern Illinois football game. So, believe me, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. All right. Uh, the Simpsons are great, and P Peter Griffin is really funny, no doubt. 
Yes, uh, as are you, Tim Kirchin, even though not always uh, directly. You, uh, you always make us laugh, and, and I enjoy having you on. But we will also talk baseball, which is another reason why I enjoy having you on. So, Tim, before we get into like specifics on teams and how they did up until the point things were locked out, why the hell are we here? Why is it that this reeks of greed, uh, and why had we gotten to this point with baseball? Well, I think we need to go back to 2016 when the owners did a spectacular job of putting that CBA together. Um, the players were seemingly back then were more interested in health and safety, good food, travel, off days, as opposed to the financial structure of the game. And that's where the owners did a tremendous job. And from most people that I've talked to in the industry, people think the owners did way better than the players in 2016. And ever since then, the players have said, all right, we're going to get back at them and we're going to get back everything that we lost. Well, that's not how it works in a negotiation. So when you ask, how did we get here? It's possible we got here because of five years ago that people were saying when that agreement was done, this is going to get really ugly someday in five years, and maybe that's exactly where we are now. Tim, could you just describe for everybody listening what exactly it is that the players now want? And not look, the obvious answer is more money, but explain what else the players really want here. Well, the players want to get paid earlier in their careers as opposed to later. Free agent, you don't become a free agent in baseball until you're six season, which I think has always been great. It's the one sport. It's so hard to play. You really got to prove yourself in this sport before you get paid. But the union is saying a lot of players get six years in, they're 32 years old, and they're not getting paid when they finally get to free agency. So they want free agency after, you know, three years. And so far, the owners have said, no, 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 we're not going to do that. The players also want um, to end the service time manipulation that the owners obviously do sometimes, keep a young player in the minor leagues, keep them under control for longer. They want to make sure that doesn't happen. And that all goes back to they want more competitive balance in the game. They don't want teams winning 55 games and others winning 107 like last year. I can tell you the gap between the bad teams and the really good teams now is wider than I've ever seen it. So that's what the union is mostly going after. They want free agency earlier. They want to get paid earlier. And they don't want a player sitting in the minor leagues when he belongs in the major leagues. Tim Kirchner joining us here. Tim Kirchner joining us here, ESPN MLB insider and analyst. Um, Look, obviously, until they start missing games, I, I think that people are going to care for a little while, but it's going to be an afterthought for a bit. Um, do you believe that we this gets resolved and we get a chance to actually watch games, or is this thing going to be a real war and we, we may not get this resolved until well past April? Well, I'm going to take the high road here and say there is so much money to be lost if you start losing regular season games that one way or another, 
this will get done and will open on April the 1st. Now, am I confident about that? Of course not. These two sides are so far apart right now. And the next two months are really going to be long and cold and mean, and it's really going to be a difficult negotiation. But I think everyone in baseball is going to look at the landscape and see this is not a good time for any sort of lockout, work stoppage of any sort. Basketball has moved past baseball. Hockey has in certain places. Football, of course, is way ahead of baseball. And the game's popularity just isn't what it was. And it's become more of a regional sport than a national sport. So this is not good for business that there's a lockout, and it'll be really bad for business if somehow this lockout goes and affects the regular season. But once players start to lose money, and they're not losing any money right now, once they start to lose money, hopefully that will get everybody back at the table and we can open on April the 1st. I think we will, but I say that with great hesitation. But, Tim, what about the owner's side? Two years ago was COVID. There was the shortened season, so they didn't make as much money. Then last year, the first, I don't know, almost half of the season, there were no fans or very limited fans. If you had to handicap the players or the owners, who can withstand longer? No games. Well, I think just because owners make so much money in other businesses and the value of their franchises is so enormously high, they have way more money than the players do. Now, the players have a war chest. They have licensing money saved up over the last four years. So, you know, once they start missing paychecks, they're going to get other paychecks from the union, which has done a good job saving up, but, you know, owners have more money than the players do. That's why they own the team. So I think they can withstand it longer than the players can, but you're right. The owners have not had a particularly productive last two years with COVID and everything else. They want to play. They need fans in the stands, and that's not going to happen with a lockout, but they're also not going to give in and give back everything they gained five years ago. Mm. So, Tim, let's talk about the Dodgers real quick. Um, you know, they lose Scherzer, they lose Seager, they keep Taylor. Uh, what were your thoughts on those moves, and do you believe the Dodgers will still be one of the better teams next year? Yeah, the Dodgers are still really good. They need to do some stuff, and they will, because they have more money than anyone else. And once the lockout is lifted, there's going to be free agents everywhere, and the teams with the most money are going to be able to scoop up what they want a whole lot easier than maybe before. So if whatever they need, they'll be in position to buy it, and there's still a bunch of really talented players out there. As for Corey Seager, I was told halfway through the summer by a guy in the Dodgers system, you know, he's not coming back here. There's only so much honey in the pot is how he put it. So I wasn't shocked when he left. But that's an enormous loss. I don't care if you have Trey Turner or not. Trey Turner is a great player. But they're better with Turner at second and Seager at shortstop, and they're going to miss Corey Seager badly. And they're going to miss Max Scherzer, even though he wasn't there for very long. But they still have you know, a, a quite a bit of starting pitching. They still have a very good lineup, and they're not done by any means filling in any sort of gaps that they need to fill. What do you think they're going to do with Kershaw, though? 
Well, I'm sorry. I'm the most naive guy in the world sometimes, but I just can't picture him pitching for anyone else. To me, he's a Dodger, and he will and should be a Dodger forever. Now, could the Rangers jump in there? Of course, the Texas you know, connection is real, so that's a possibility. And maybe some other team would say, hey, we really want him also. Uh, but I just think the Dodgers have to look at Kershaw and say, one of the greatest pitchers, certainly of his generation, almost any generation, we want him back. That's what I think is going to happen. But, you know, we're a long way from even thinking about that right now. All right, Tim Kirchner with us here. Last one, Timmy, a two-parter. Uh, what do you think happens with Jansen, and what should the Dodgers do with the rest of their rotation at this point? Well, they need Jansen back. I mean, they he had a pretty darn good year last year, and – just because they need him back doesn't mean he's coming back because there are other teams out there that could use a closer who still throws pretty hard and has a great cutter. But I have to think the Dodgers are still in on him, and they just got to see where the price is when the lockout ends. As for the rest of the rotation, I mean, they're going to have to figure out, you know, is Trevor Bauer on the team? Is he going to be able to pitch? I mean, that's a huge question. I I, I, I would I would not count on him for next year just based on what we've seen to this point. And they have to go out and get another starting pitcher. Now, exactly where it's going to be, who it's going to be, I'm not sure. There, it's not a great free agent year. Carlos Rodon's out there. He could help the Dodgers. But um, they've got some work to do. But to repeat, they have a lot of money to do it. Tim Kirchin. Best in the business of covering Major League Baseball, ESPN, MLB insider and analyst, and a non-robe wearer. You, you, and this you is why one, I love Tim. you. Tim. Yeah. You should try a robe, man. It, no, don't do it, You mentioned Tim. how short you were. Don't you know, it'll it. touch the ground. It'll be nice. It'll be don't, lovely. Don't, don't do it, Tim. Very don't warm and cozy. Yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. I, I repeat, terrible in a robe, period. Yeah. There <laughs> you go. Timmy, thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Happy holidays. Thank you. Okay, guys. See you. Take right, care. Man. There he is. Tim Kirchin with us here. All right. Let's unpack some of the stuff you had to say there, Cap. I also want to get into Troy Aikman taking shots at the Rams. It feels like a weekly occurrence now. Uh, we'll get into all that coming up in just a sec. Stick around. Mace is, uh, you know, he's a smart man. He knows. Now, George. Did you lower that because it actually might have cursed? Yes. <laughs> it shouldn't. It's in the system, but you know. Did it curse, though? No, it didn't. It didn't. Oh, it just says mother bleeping P-I-M-P, right? I know, but sensitive ears. I know. You got scared. I did, man. I, really I thought did. it was going to say it for a second because the way you lowered it. I'm like, oh, is that the dirty version? No, it's in the system. It should be clean. Yeah. Scott, who sings this? Um, My initial reaction was to say your mom, but... Uh, that's kind of like, you know, just like an infantile thing to say. I mean, you know? well, that's on brand with you, though. Yeah, but my daughter says that to me all the time, so I just was about to say your mom. <laughs> I don't know. We talked about him yesterday. We did. Oh, Drake? We talked him a few, about a, a few times. A, a few Cisco? times, actually, the last few days. Yeah. Is it Cisco? Is that who it is? We oh, talked man. about him? Oh. I don't know who it is, man. I listen to Pearl Jam and Red Hot Chili Peppers. But we've I talked know. about him this week. I know. It makes me a white guy. I got it. No, I it's not it. about making you a white guy, bro. Relax. Why are you getting so sensitive? What are you, Defensicles, the Greek god of defensiveness? Like, what's wrong with you? I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm busy with my robes, man. I'm, I'm busy taking a look at all the commentary on my robes on Instagram right now. I literally said it in your ear three times to make you look good. That's I know, all right. Bro. You don't have to make me look good. It, Laura told me. It's fitty. Or, yeah. or, or as Lindsay calls him, 50. <laughs> I don't call him 50, but I, I enunciate it differently than you because I don't think 50 sounds right, but 50 
It's yeah. different. It's not 50. 50. 50. No, it's 50. 50. No, it's 50. not. 50. 50. 50? 50. Right. 50. Thank you. 50. <sighs> now, have you Anywho. guys checked out my robe collection yet? No. Check it out. Check it out. Instagram, We got a Twitter. great tweet uh, from Nick Simpson that said, you're so ridiculous buying gifts for people who said they don't want them and will not use. Scott Kaplan, you're crazy. You're dictating what they like, wear, and be thankful for the robes. Is this a cry for help? I guess it is in some way. I mean, I guess I should probably go speak to my therapist about it. Well, you have one. On. Okay, so I'm looking at it here. So you have one on mm-hmm. with like some sort of sword on the mm-hmm. sleeve. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Go to the next picture. Take a look at the back. Look at that. That's hot is what that is right no, there. No, no. I it just, well, I'm looking at the one you tweeted. Oh, you should go to my Instagram. Oh, that means I have to go to my phone. That's all right. Go to my Instagram, at Scott Kaplan. Hey, look, here's what I'd like to do. Can I please get 3,993 followers on Instagram? I got to get to this 10,000 mark where I can swipe up. I don't know what it does. I don't know what it means. What do you mean swipe up? I don't don't care for Instagram, so I don't know. Okay, you don't need that anymore. Yeah, I was going to say, they just changed the algorithm, so that's not a thing anymore. Oh, really? You just put the link. You You just put the link, and then it clicks to people, and then you're Oh, wait. Wait a second. Hold on. Are, Are you not verified on Instagram? I'm not. Oh, because I've always had that because I've been verified, so I didn't need that. But you don't need it now anymore anyway. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. a good flex. <laughs> yeah. 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 How do you get it? How do you get verified? I was verified with, with like literally when I opened the account. Mm. You have the people because that of... work for your company do it for you. Really? Right. ESPN opened it for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. I mean, oh, and not because I use it all that often, but just because they were like, you got to have an Instagram account. And I was like, all right, fine, I guess. George, I, I, I specifically on picture number four on Instagram on my carousel. Mm. Yeah. I gave you the point that you like so much. Yeah. So I gave you one of those, and I put in the background. Kaplan. I put in the background for Lindsay Baseball here. Lindsay, did you did you see my uh, my shout out to you? Yeah, the uh, Dusty Rhodes T-shirt, which I have. Yeah. What is this thing on the back with like a heart or whatever this is? That is a uh, that is a robe that was given to me by a friend, and it's uh, it's my sexy robe, George. So it's like it's like a knife. With like, you know, in a heart or an apple or what's happening there? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's something like that. But it's my bling bling robe. I mean, you don't even know what it is? A bling well, bling a, robe. That's wow. Right. Look at how blinged out it is, Laura. It says truth on the back. Like the truth. Okay. It's got this mm. knife going Well, check it out heart. on Scott's Instagram and give him uh, a follow. you know, 3,090 followers or whatever he needs. 3,997. 990. Yeah. Seven, yeah. Mm. No, you, you, already have, you already have a few more followers. It says you have 6,010 now. Yeah, and I've got this really nice plaid one, blue, green, polo, yeah. nice blue terry cloth inside. I'm telling you guys yeah. right now, you guys would love it if you try it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can follow me on Instagram, but I rarely post. I mean, only when I'm on, like, games and stuff. But Which I will be at a Lakers game in, in Dallas in, uh, in a couple weeks. So, um, But Troy Aikman. Yeah. Uh, I'll get back to the Lakers in a second. Which, by the way, we have Lakers Nets tickets to give away for Christmas Day. A little Christmas gift for you guys. That's at 545. you got to listen to the whole show. If you don't listen to the whole show, you're not going to know what the hell we're going to ask because it has to be trivia-related. But you can start now because we still have, like, you know, 50 minutes or so. So, anyhow, um, Troy Aikman. Do we have the audio of Troy Aikman or no? Okay. So, Troy Aikman was on – what show was he on? Oh, a show in Dallas, right? The Ticket in Dallas, right? Mm -hmm. The Musers, which is like an old, long-time show there. And he was taking a shot at the Rams uh, about them being a super team and how he doesn't feel it, blah, 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 blah. Let me hear. I've just never seen a team that really goes out and and tries to 
put together this all-star team that can win a Super Bowl have much success and usually it unravels and right now that's kind of what's happening with the Rams they just have not been very consistent okay now generally speaking he's right um do you agree with him Scott you know what I listen you have told me many times and I have disagreed with you many times that team chemistry is a real thing you Mm -hmm. have called it uh existential mumbo jumbo yeah, I say that winning creates chemistry, not the other way around. Yeah, see, I what I worry about is, is why do we need these guys? You know, we're we're seven and one. Why do we need Vaughn Miller? Well, the answer is because in theory he makes you better, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why do we need Odell Beckham? Mm-hmm. Well, because theoretically, adding another wide receiver who's had a really good career at times mm-hmm. that should make us better. Yeah, it should. But when you have a team and you have a locker room that's very cohesive, adding new pieces can potentially disrupt that. Now, hold on, because all these players went out and recruited Odell Beckham, right? Right. But the question is, should players be making these sort of roster decisions? Well, they did not make the decisions. They The the team wanted to do it, and the players just assisted. I understand. But what I'm saying is, is that whether it's Les Snead, Sean McVay, Matthew Stafford, uh, or anybody else involved in the recruiting, if you will, yeah. um, you got to just ask, you know, what does this do to uh, oh, our clubhouse or to okay, our but locker do, room? Do, do you agree? You agree with Troy Aikman, basically. Super I team do doesn't work in the Troy NFL. Aikman. I do. Yeah. And, and, and okay, so let me ask you a question. Right what what, was, what were the Tampa Bay Bucks in 2020? Well, um, they were certainly a collection of a lot of available talent yeah, that created much more of a super team than what the Rams have done. Correct, but that's my point. So that I mean, I'm not saying that it, it 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 that historically he's right, but to say that it, he said the quote, his quote was, "I've never seen it work." Well, we just saw it actually. Yeah, yeah. there there is one difference though between what the Bucks did last year and what the Rams are doing this year, and the difference is one person, and you know who I'm going to say. It's all about Tom Brady. The, the, the Rams don't have anybody of Tom Brady's... No, I, I understand, but my but that's not... Forget about Tom Brady, your boyfriend, for a second, because I know you wanted to find a way to inject him into this conversation. I do love the guy. I do love him. But, but, but my point is, Troy Eggman is wrong in the fact that he says he's never seen it, because he I, I believe he might have actually called the Super Bowl, did he not? <laughs> um, that they won... Uh, with Tom Brady, uh, they added Jason Pierre-Paul, they added Ndamukong Sue, they added Leonard Fournette, they added Rob Gronkowski, you know, Antonio the, Brown, right? Like, but, but what's the they difference? added a ton of guys. Like, right, what are we talking they, about here? But when did they do it? When did they now? Other than well, they Antonio added Antonio Brown, Brown late. They didn't right. add Antonio Brown before the season started. Other than Antonio Brown, which well, I mean, there's only the so the Rams have added two guys. Like, what? That really one guy is going to make that much of a difference? Well, listen, I'm not saying that uh, that Odell Beckham's arrival or that Vaughn Miller's arrival is the reason why the Rams have lost three straight games. It's just that I agree with Troy in that I can I worry that what these additions mean at the time to the rest of the guys. Now look, the Odell Beckham addition, that looked like a brilliant move two days after they signed him because Robert Woods got hurt. Correct. So that actually was a necessary move in retrospect. Yeah, but you know, listen, they would have had to have had some added someone anyway. Perhaps, perhaps they would. No, have. no, I mean, no, yes, perhaps, no. They would have had to have had a wide receiver on the roster, and they probably would have added him anyway. Well, listen, uh, did they not have a fourth guy? Did they not have a fourth guy in the roster? Not we... anyone they trusted, clearly. 
Well, listen, um, the fourth guy on the roster is not somebody who was getting many footballs thrown his way, whoever that person may have been at the time. Right. So, look, all I'm saying is this, that I'm concerned about the Rams, George. They're playing Jacksonville this weekend. Yeah. They're a, du- a double-digit favorite. Yeah. They should win against Jacksonville yeah. if for no other reason because they beat all the teams that have losing yeah. records and they yeah. lose to all the teams that they play yeah. that have winning records. I just wanted to it. say that uh, you know, Troy Aikman, uh, you, know, you clearly have a short memory is what I would say. That is if that? he called the game last year. I don't yeah, if, even if he didn't, like I'm pretty sure he was watching the Super Bowl last time I checked. I don't know. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he was like, ah, I got other things to do. And he probably called a bunch of Bucks games too, now that I think about it. So, all right, we got to run. We're back in 90 seconds.